Hey there, and welcome to Church Media HQ. Now, before we get started, I wanted to take a moment to address those of you who may be listeners or viewers from our previous podcast. And so we started our podcast in uh, October of 2018, I believe it was, and we really didn't know, to be honest with you, what would come of the podcast, but we just knew there was a need in the church creative space, and so we started a monthly podcast. And over time, uh, things began to kind of develop quickly, and we soon changed from a monthly release schedule to a weekly release schedule. Later, we introduced a video version of the podcast, and now we've identified a more specific mission and vision for this type of content. And so if you are coming over with us from the Must Increase podcast, we're so glad that you're here. And all this is, is an upgrade to the content that you've already heard. And for those of you who are wondering, Bo will be back. Uh, He is going to be in future episodes, so don't worry. He's coming back. And if you're new, you're asking who is Bo? And you're probably even wondering, wait, who are you? And it's fair enough. So why don't we treat this like it's a whole new thing and let's just start over. So let's cue the music and get going. Welcome to the first official episode of Church Media HQ, where we equip church leaders to maximize their impact through the power of communication. My name is Luke Clayton, and I'm privileged to lead our conversation today. And uh, if you find this content to be valuable, it would really mean a lot to me if you gave us a review uh, or shared this with others on social media or uh, by way of maybe a text to a fellow church leader or something like that. Um, If you don't know much about me, which is pretty likely. Uh, I'd like to tell you a little bit about me and what we do here. Uh, I want to say first and foremost that uh, I consider myself a kind of avid researcher and student of marketing and church marketing and church communications in general. I've uh, listened to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books, uh, consumed a lot of content to try to learn everything that I can about church communications. Uh, Myself and my team were very fascinated with this. We study uh, other churches. We study other communication methods. It's something that we love to do. And uh, I've been privileged to serve in the church creative space for just over a decade now and uh, worked full time uh, as a uh, communications director at a church until about four years ago when uh, I branched out and started Must Increase. And Must Increase simply exists to communicate the power of the gospel message in any way that we can. And our focus has always been to help churches. And so that's why we have Church Media H. Q. And so in addition uh, to weekly training content like this, uh, you're going to also uh, have the opportunity to receive monthly resources, uh, including graphics, videos, and other assets of that nature. And to the best of our ability, we're trying to make those that those media packages complement what we are teaching uh, for that month. So uh, head over to churchmediahq.com to get connected 
connected with our teaching content to download those free resources. And thanks again for being with us as we launch Church Media HQ. Now, let's get into the main content of the episode. Uh, We look to cover a lot of aspects of communication here uh, on Church Media HQ. And really, communication affects everything. In fact, in future episodes, uh, you're going to hear about how everything communicates. But communication affects everything. Uh, it, 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 of course, we're talking about media specifically with things like websites and graphics and, and so on and so forth. But really, everything is affected by your communication. Everything communicates. Your buildings, your facilities, your bathrooms, uh, your signage, uh, your, your parking lot, your ev- everything communicates. And so there's really a very um, a wide net, if you will, to be cast to cover this spectrum of communication. And we look forward to talking about a lot of specific content matter in the weeks and months ahead. But I do want to start by simply talking about something that we call communication culture. So you've heard the term culture when it comes to maybe like a workplace. You know, you hear about things such as, uh, you know, maybe management styles or uh, dress code at work or working conditions. And this all makes up a workplace's culture. And the culture truly designs who you are as an organization or in your case, a church and how you carry out uh, your mission. And so if you've been involved with church for long, you know that church, each church has a unique culture. Uh, But one of the most dominant yet forgotten elements of culture is that of communication. And so once again, uh, you've heard me say this term communication a lot. And what we mean by that is not necessarily specifically you having, you know, a conversation with someone else or something like that. What we're talking about is the idea of simply anything you're doing to communicate your message and who you are as a church. So we'll talk about a little bit more of what that looks like as we move on. But when I say communication, some call it marketing, some call it outreach, but we're just going to use the term communication to kind of cover everything. And so now we want to uncover these communication cultures. So the core message of every church is the same. I'm sure you would agree with that. It has to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But if you think about it, what really sets each individual church apart is how that message is communicated. And communication affects everything because everything communicates. So while your church uh, has a distinct culture in general, it specifically has a unique communication culture. And what I hope you're able to see today is that your communication culture has incredible significance. A couple disclaimers as we get into this content. Uh, In the next couple episodes, we're going to explore six different cultures of communication. And when we're finished, we're going to try to help you identify the specific communication culture of your church and how to change it if necessary. You're going to find that most of these categories have undesirable characteristics. And so I want to emphasize that the goal here is not to shame you or shame your church or how you're running your church. I I don't have any one particular style of church or specific church even in mind as we go through these. Uh, We're 
We're simply trying to help you identify your church communication culture. Uh, we're not, once again, we're not trying to shame you. We're just trying to help you understand it because the first step to improvement is being self-aware and honest about where you are at. So as we begin this, uh, all this teaching content with Church Media HQ, we have to figure out where you're at so we can know where you need to go. And uh, while you're going to probably identify your church to one of these cultures as your dominant communication culture, uh, you may also discover that you share some characteristics with more than one. So uh, just try to be completely uh, honest with yourself about where you're at and where your church is at and be open-minded and understand all of this is for the goal of making it better. So let's dive into these three communication cultures. The first is do nothing communication. Do nothing communication. Uh, I tried to come up with a more creative way to describe this, but really the explanation is the best way to describe it. It, These are churches that seemingly do nothing to consciously communicate effectively. And by doing this, they're really communicating, we don't care. Now, here's some examples of do nothing communication. Maybe when it comes to your facilities, maybe you have old, nasty carpet. Maybe you have paint peeling off the walls. Uh, Maybe uh, you've got mildew on siding. Maybe there's musty, nasty smells around your building. Maybe your bathrooms are old and dirty. Uh, When it comes to uh, maybe some uh, physical elements uh, uh, that, that would be around the church, maybe you've got faded or torn signage. Maybe you've got bulletins that always contain typos or are kind of like printed all skewed and uh, or maybe there's just dated promo materials you know maybe some type of uh, outreach card or, or or something of that nature that looks like it was designed you know 20 30 years ago uh, and when it comes to maybe you can think about your AV maybe you have an unreliable sound system something that's always popping clicking squealing uh, maybe you have poor lighting in your service you know you can't see the the faces of those uh, standing uh, on your platform very well uh, maybe you have weak projection systems or maybe you have no projection system at all. Uh, When it comes to elements of your branding, maybe your logo is old and outdated and once again designed 20, 30 years ago. Uh, Maybe your website is outdated or dormant, meaning that it hasn't been updated in a long time. It's been the same since, you know, the the 90s or the early 2000s. And here's here's another one uh, is inactive social media accounts. So you have a social media account. Maybe you did go out and create a Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but you haven't updated it in months or longer. And so these are some examples of do nothing communication. You're doing nothing with what you have available. And uh, once again, uh, there are churches who this unfortunately is their dominant communication culture. It's do nothing culture. Uh, but you probably, uh, you, there's, there's a good chance you may be thinking, well, you know what? I do see some certain examples there where we are doing nothing. And so here's some mindset changes that we have to have in order to shift out of this type of culture. Uh, so first of all, you go from saying we are just a church. No longer say that. I, I really, it irks me beyond, uh, beyond anything when I talk to someone and they say, well, you know, brother, we're just a church. Uh, and, and when it comes to their communication, well, we're just a church. It's almost like this idea that everybody will understand. No, we are not just a church. We are God's church. That's the change you have to have. Not we're just a church. We are God's church. The church is, the, is, is, is God. God. God sent his son to die for it. This is his mission to reach the world. And so you're not just a church. You are God's church. Here's another change you have to have. 
go from saying no one will notice to asking yourself the question, will this be noticed? So instead of saying, well, you know what? Yeah, we, 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 we have a, we mistyped something there in our bulletin and or we put the wrong date or we spelled something wrong, but you know, no one's going to notice. No, you have to ask the question, will this be noticed? It completely changes the way that you think about it because you go, will this be noticed? Mm, you know what? I probably need to improve that. And then instead of thinking it's always been this way, you have to maybe change that to a question of why has it always been this way? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a proponent for change just for the sake of change. However, I do believe that there comes a time where you have to evaluate and you have to ask yourself, why do we do what we do? And if the answer is simply because, well, it's the way it's always been done, that's what's easiest, that's what's whatever, uh, it may be a time for a change. And so here's something to keep in mind. Those who do not actively manage their communication may as well be intentionally seeking to destroy the perception of their community. If you're not trying, if you're falling in this category and you're doing nothing, you're actually doing something. You're harming your image in the eyes of those who are new to your church and who could potentially attend. And so the result of this do-nothing communication is really simple, and you've probably figured it out. Uh, it's stagnation, it's eventual decline in attendance, and the growth of your church. Simple as that. A church who stays in this mindset of communication, who stays the, this do-nothing culture, is going to stagnate and is going to eventually decline. So that's do-nothing communication. With the second type, is out-of-touch communication. So out-of-touch communication, what this is, is this is churches that communicate with messaging and methodology that does not connect with those who the church should be reaching. Whereas do-nothing communication communicates we don't care, out-of-touch communication communicates we only care about us. So here's some examples of that. Just on a really broad scale, this is a church that's more inward-focused than outward-focused. They're more focused on taking care of the people that are already there than reaching those who are not there. Uh, they use, I love this term, they use Christianese terminology to reach non-Christians. And uh, I don't really, I don't want to chase this rabbit too long, but you see this all the time. You see people that say, well, you know, brother, we want to be a blessing to you. And it's like, what does blessing mean? People don't really know out in the outside world when they hear blessing, they think of like, you know, religious, they might think religion, but they're thinking of more like sacraments and, you know, whatever. They're, they're, it doesn't really connect with them. Or, you know, it could be something as simple as using some term that's relevant to those who are already connected to your church when you're communicating to those who are new to your church. So, you know, for example, if you have a name of a specific program there, like, you know, the, uh, the, the old timers, you say, well, we're excited about our next old timers meeting. Well, what is that? You you know, nobody knows what that is. They don't understand that it's maybe your senior citizens ministry. They don't get that. And so you uh, have to watch out on that Christianese term. Uh, here's another example. Uh, they're the ones who have more concern for the heritage of their church than they do for the future of their church. So what that means is they're more concerned about where they've come from than where they are headed. Uh, and so you have to, this mindset though, what that has is 
you care for who you already have. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not about, you know, disrespecting, you know, people who have been in your church and who are, you know, maybe something like a charter member. Absolutely not. But it should be in the communication culture that we are about reaching others more than we are about simply taking care of ourselves. Now, uh, mindset changes that you can need to have here. First, instead of thinking the church exists to serve itself, which you say, well, I don't think that. Well, you, you may not think that you think that, but so many do. Instead of thinking the church exists to serve itself, you have to change this to the church exists to serve others. And that's what it's all about. Uh, instead of, of asking this question, um, our people, or, or, or not, not this question, but making this statement, well, our people will understand. You have to ask the question, will outside people understand? Just because your church people are going to understand doesn't mean that people that are new and that are there for the first time or second time are going to understand. So the result many times of this out-of-touch communication and you know being more concerned with insider language and whatnot is a uh, church transfer-based congregation. And so what that means is really your congregation is comprised of believers who choose to attend your church simply because they've attended a church like yours before. And there's nothing wrong with getting members like that, but I believe uh, we would all agree that the goal and mission of a church is to reach more people that have never been to church before. So that's out of church communication. The last one we'll talk about today is mismanaged communication. Uh, Or another term for this would be poorly invested communication. So this is churches that make some effort to communicate but are not strategic in their approach. It's often characterized by by, uh, investing into ineffective communication methods. Uh, And so here's some examples of that. Many times these are churches that actually have sufficient or even abundant resources, but uh, they don't really have the management skills and practices to make the most of what they have. Uh, And a lot of times they're not conscious about how their resources are being invested. And so an example, a classic example of this would be, well, you've got something that you're, you know, maybe you're making a monthly payment on a subscription or something, and you don't know, you you don't even realize you're making it and you're not even using it. For example, one time I heard of a church that was paying two phone bills. They, I don't know why they were, but they were at some time, somebody had signed them up for a second phone plan and they were paying two phone bills and only using one phone. And so that's an example of, you know, poorly invested, mismanaged, maybe some careless management uh, there. And then uh, another example is they spend valuable time, money, and energy trying to increase effectiveness without strategic thought and planning. So they're, you know, really shooting from the hip and really just kind of, you know, just going with the flow and, and whatever. And so instead of thinking and planning, how can we best use the resources we have? They're just kind of winging it, if you will. Uh, and so a couple things that uh, you have to think differently here, what we're doing here. Uh, is work. So for example, let me just give you a really practical example. A lot of times uh, the, the solution is, well, we have maybe used that method of outreach before or of communication before. So we're just going to Let's just do it again. You know, well, we've done it before. Let's do it again. And, and the, you have to change this instead of saying, well, I'm going to continually uh, manage things poorly uh, is I'm going to say, no, I'm going to intentionally 
try to manage things effectively. And so you have to change your mind in that area. So here's kind of the results of this, um, of, of this out of, or not out of touch rather, but of this mismanaged communication. The result is a constant feeling of spinning your wheels in your outreach and communication efforts. Uh, your church might have healthy attendance uh, and growth, but uh, the truth is that you could be experiencing um, capacity attendance with explosive growth. And this is simply because what you have, you're not able to manage effectively. Now, as you've probably gathered by now, the communication cultures mentioned here are not ideal. Uh, But once again, the goal of these episodes is to help you identify the communication culture of your church. So we're just trying to make you aware and realize where you may be. Maybe, uh, maybe you've gone through this content and you've, you've thought, yep, you know what? We, that's something we need to change. Yeah. We have a character of that culture, and that's something we're going to change. And that's awesome. And here's some questions to get you thinking that way. First, ask yourself, what specifically are you doing to intentionally communicate? Ask yourself that question. Just just identify something. Yeah, well, you know what? This is something that we've done in the, the past week or the past month to intentionally communicate our message to the community. Uh, and what I mean is I'm not talking about something you just do by default or rote memory. I'm talking about something that you said, nope, we intentionally did that. Uh, the second thing, what uh, methods or forms of communication do you have at your church that might be out of touch? So ask yourself, are there things that we're doing, methods that we're using that are out of touch? And then lastly, uh, how might you be mismanaging your communication? Are your communication resources invested effectively? Uh, are, you, are you maybe, like I said, throwing money at something you don't really need to be? And it, and it doesn't have to just be money. It can be staffing. You could, be, uh, you could have you know, staffing or volunteers into a program uh, that's, that's maybe overstaffed, or, or maybe it doesn't need to be exist at all or needs to be merged into something else. Who knows? So uh, those are some questions you can ask yourself. Now, in part two, we're going to discuss the final three uh, communication cultures. And that episode is actually available now, so you can go ahead and check it out. And once again, I'd be really grateful if you took a moment uh, to write us a review or share this content with fellow church leaders. Uh, And don't forget to subscribe wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, And I want to thank you again for joining us, and I look forward to seeing you for part two of Your Communication Culture right here at Church Media HQ, where we equip your church to maximize your impact through the power of communication.